The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Increasing financial pressures mean that more pharmacies will be ceasing their late night services. The Irish Pharmacy Union has warned that pharmacies are increasingly ending their late night services and some are also reducing their weekend opening hours. Joining me now, Dermot Toomey, President of the Irish Pharmacy Union and Community Pharmacist in Cloyne in County Cork. Dermot, good morning. Good morning to you, Pat. So what is going on? I was looking at a report on the front of uh, the examiner today, which indicates uh, certain very familiar pharmacies in uh, Cork City are either stopping late night trading or reducing hours. So I suppose the, the issue, Pat, really centres on we've had a, a community pharmacy sector, a pay freeze for over 15 years um, the average fee per item that we were paid in 2009 versus now is completely different, so much so that we're paid 24% less per item now than we were in 2009, yeah. 14 years ago. Okay, the average now is €4.58 Euro per item, and in 2009 it was €6. Euro. That's correct. And I suppose what we're looking for is there's a number of things, but ultimately we have to ensure that the core dispensing fee is sustainable going forward and into the future. And that will then allow us to provide extra services um, that the public need. So in order for that to happen, we believe that the core fee needs to increase um, because it's currently unsustainable uh, while there's increasing costs in terms of labour and other overheads in providing a service. We also believe that we need to be uh, relinked to the public sector um, pay agreements and we need to have parity with other healthcare professionals. But but hang on, pharmacies by and large are private enterprise. They're owned by pharmacists and they are independent businesses. So what you pay your staff in your pharmacy depends on you, not on the HSE. Well, I beg to differ, Pat, because um, the community drug schemes, which are basically the, the schemes from the state, um, increasingly are in excess of 60% of the income of the average community pharmacy. Yeah. So, uh, Absolutely. No, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that there isn't some linkage between what the sure. HSE pays you and what you can afford to pay your staff. But looking for some sort of uh, pay scale that would mirror that found in the public service is not really on because you are private entrepreneurs. As I say, you you can reward your staff if they're brilliant in the pharmacy and uh, you can decide not to reward them if they're not so good. Look, the reality, with, with, with as everyone knows, in terms of staffing and resourcing, community pharmacists are... Um, uh, um, um, a commodity that is is increasingly difficult to procure. Many of our pharmacists have trained in the UK and other countries. So what we need to do is we need to ensure that we have enough pharmacists as well to provide the services. But ultimately, whether you're talking about late night services or extended services, what we need to do is we need to ensure that the core fee, which underpins the structure of pharmacy and allows us to pay wages plus other costs, is sustainable. Sure. And the reality, it hasn't been sustainable for quite a while. At the same time, uh, certainly where I live, there's a pharmacy on every street corner. Um, There seem to be a lot of pharmacies around the place. If the business is non-viable, perhaps there should be fewer of them and uh, therefore those that uh, survive a cull would be making more money. So there's a few points I'd make there, Pat. The first thing is nearly every pharmacy you go into at whatever size or scope is busy. Pharmacists are busy providing services for the communities, whether that's, you know, a rural village or a busy town centre. Our view is that pharmacies are effectively health centre hubs and they're actually assets. 
you would, you would have seen during the pandemic, we were seen as assets in terms of we were able to provide vaccination services. And in the future, we'll be able to provide further services, whether that's minor ailment schemes or contraception without But, but just uh, hang on a second. Th- those vaccination services were paid for by the HSE, isn't that so? They were indeed, but the point point is that there's 1,900 community pharmacies. They're spread uh, the length and breadth of the country, and they are able to provide services on behalf of the state. And I mm-hmm. think it's important we move the narrative from why are there pharmacies on every street to the to the factor that pharmacies can be a health centre asset or a health centre hub. They can provide more and more services on behalf no, of the no, state. No, but all I'm saying is, uh, as uh, the Irish Pharmacy Union, you know that some places are well over pharmacied. You know, you don't need so many, but they, they make a good living because they offer other services. They offer uh, maybe the sale of cosmetics and beauty products and so on. And, and there's good uh, pickings to be made there. And then there are pharmacies who don't have much of that kind of business. And maybe they are the ones that are suffering because they are hugely dependent on those HSE fees. Sure. I mean, I, I suppose the key point is, look, in, in our survey, 10% of pharmacies are loss making, a further 35% are making an operating profit of less than 10%. So the reality is into the future, these pharmacies are, are going to be under threat. As you say, many of them can be in rural or maybe deprived areas. And really what we're looking at is the, the core fee needs to be looked at. In terms of our engagement with the department and the minister, uh, the minister is meant to sit down with us or discuss with us before the 30th of June, a process with regard to the dispensing fees. And that process has not happened yet. Mm. And uh, any excuse from the minister? There's been communication, but as I say, we we need to have formal discussions. I suppose really where we're coming from is we see ourselves as a resource. We see ourselves as a sector that can provide so many more services. However, we need to be able to reinvest in it. We need to be mm-hmm. able to reinvest for our team and for our staff and our technicians in order to provide those services. What you're seeing now, Pat, is unfortunately thin end of the wedge. You're seeing that pharmacies are looking at the cost and seeing it's not sustainable to, to provide these late night services. And they're, they're basically making those decisions based on that. Certainly, uh, I we can want only, to play um, more of a you role. Know, in terms of access to pharmacies, uh, I can tell you that I think there are four pharmacies in the small town of Dorky. Uh, none of them are late night pharmacies. Um, some offer some services at the weekend, you know, on Sunday. Um, but if I need a late night service, I have to go to Dunleary, uh, which is, if you like, the next town over. Uh, so not every pharmacy is a late night pharmacy. Uh, and I'm wondering if the solution to that particular problem is that um, the HSE would pay pharmacies who choose to stay open late. In other words, there'd be a fee for late opening. Sure. Look, I, I think all of that can be discussed in the round. And look, you make perfect sense there. Not every pharmacy has the capacity or the size or the resources in terms of staffing t- to provide the late night service. But again, the important thing is we need to sit down, we need to have a discussion as to where the future of healthcare goes, the future of pharmacy and primary care. Um, the important thing is 96% of the public um, vote us as the most trusted profession, um, healthcare profession. We have a network of 1900 pharmacies throughout the country. There's so much we can do, so much more we can do. However, we it's imperative that we're um, we sit down with the minister, we have a discussion and we look at 
under underpinning the core dispensing fee because that's the key in order to provide the additional services to provide okay. the late night services. I, I, I'll read uh, some of the text. As a mother of three kids and an elderly mum, I rely a lot on late night pharmacies. It would be a huge issue if my local one could not open. Uh, drug shortages ongoing and now they won't be accessible at night. What is next from the pharmacy sector? Another one on WhatsApp. Never seen a poor pharmacist. Competition is that chap's problem. More pharmacies than pubs in a lot of towns. Uh, do not increase the core dispensing fee. Ireland is already very expensive in comparison to other European countries. Provide supports to pharmacies in uh, rural areas. Uh, seriously, Pat, no tears for pharmacists. Augmenting prescription in a large chain recently, €21. Euro. Same prescription filled in discount pharmacy, uh, Blanchardstown, uh, 5 uh, HRT, large chain, €42, Euro, uh, 19.99 in a discount pharmacy. Every time you go into the big chains, the prices are skyrocketing. So, um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of views on uh, this sector and they know also when they travel abroad that they can buy common um, pharmaceutical products at a fraction of the price they can procure them here. So, Pat, there's a number of points there in terms of the shortages that's very much outside of our control um, in that that is to do with the input um, of the products within the country in terms of pricing um, what's consistently been happening is that there has been downward pressure on the cost price particularly of the older medicines so you're seeing very much more price parity uh, between the medicines here and other european countries um, in, t- in terms of yeah, uh, but there are still people who who have uh, you know a need for an inhaler and so on. They buy these elsewhere uh, and they buy them in bulk uh, simply because they're cheaper here. But that maybe is a, a, a story for another day. Uh, Dermot, look, you have uh, ventilated, if you'll pardon the pun, a lot of very uh, important issues there. But the main thing is to keep those late night pharmacies open if it is possible, and whatever the minister needs to do to sort that out. Dermot Toomey, president of the Irish Pharmacy Union, community pharmacist in in County Cork. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.